We we had some pretty good athletes. I wasn't a bad athlete. My brothers weren't, but all the real athletes in this family are women. Uh, so uh, yeah, you, you got it. You got it. Anyway, does the president believe that Ukraine risks losing the moral high ground in this conflict if it strikes at? civilian targets in Moscow. So I'm going to be very clear. We're gathering information. I'm not going to get into hypotheticals uh, from here. Uh, We do not support the use of uh, U.S.-made equipment being used uh, for attacks inside of Russia. We've been very clear about that, and uh, we'll continue to do that. And we have been clear, uh, not just publicly, but privately, clearly with the Ukrainians, uh, but not going to get into hypotheticals. We're going to look into uh, gather information to see exactly what happened so we can get some clarity. But as I said, we've been very clear. This deal, is this an admission by the president that maybe the government spent too much money over the past two years? What I'll say is we're in divided government. And both sides have thoughts about the trajectory of the country of spending. Okay. It's just um, thanks for blowing me up. I know, but I have a question for you. What's your what's your favorite Beyonce song? There's too many to list on camera. <laughs> smart, quite smart, smart answer, smart answer. It is May 31st, 2023. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the all my links. It has all of his socials. Now, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, and culture's hero, the one and only Rob Smith. Hello, Stu. Hello, America. Hello, our friends in the UK, Scotland, France, Kazakhstan, all over the world, Stu. Stu, I'm at my house in Malibu this week. Um, You know, it's right down the street from Cher's place. Um, I invited her over, Stu, but she doesn't like me very much. I wonder why that is. Definitely not your politics. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Stu, lots to talk about. Lots are going on. But I guess the biggest thing going on is the debt ceiling vote. The more we learn about this, the more aggravated a lot of Republicans are. Um, There's some Republicans who are for this, and they say, great job, uh, Kevin McCarthy. But there are also a lot of Freedom Caucus folks and others who don't feel that way. Uh, The biggest rub, I think, is a lot of people wanted to see spending go down to pre-pandemic levels. I mean, it's skyrocketed during the pandemic. And what they're doing is using like an extra $6 trillion of budget. Uh, it's probably about three a year, but to be the baseline of where they start from and where they kind of keep a flat spending agenda for the next two years. Also, things that weren't in there was, it looks like, nobody's going to know until they actually read the bill, but um, this idea of Biden forgiving all the the student loans, that's in litigation, but still the IRS agents, apparently they're going to freeze this for a year and then let it happen. Uh, Now, Dan Bishop, congressman out of North Carolina, says it's time for McCarthy to go, you know. The Republicans have the power of the purse, which means nothing can be spent in future uh, appropriations without them passing it. But I will say this, Stu. I should be the leader of the House. All I would do was say, we get what what we want, but we're not funding things. (laughs) Who gives a shit about the government and their their money? There are plenty of ways to fund uh, the debt. but 
the surest way to do this is just keep passing one month appropriation bills that are below uh, to uh, the pandemic spending. What are they going to do if you pass a bill and say, okay, here's what we will give you? Are they going to say, and it's enough to pay off our debt, to pay our debt? Are they going to say, oh, no, we can't do that? I mean, it's just they have no testicles. Where is Marjorie Taylor Greene's do? Uh, we need her testicles at this critical moment in American history. I got to hand it to you. You got some beach ball sized lady nuts on you coming in all kamikaze like that. Stu, somebody's got some testicles in Moscow in that. Um, yeah, it looks like it was a fairly amateurish attack, but apparently there were 32 drone strikes in a very wealthy part of Moscow where a lot of um, so-called rich people live and within earshot of Putin's official residence. You know, and it, there was some damage done, but it looked like the type of drones you buy at, um, you know, the electronics store. What's an electronics store out in Short Pump Stew called? Like Better Image or Sharper Image or... No, something. they sell all the... Uh, Best Buy? Best Buy. Yeah, it looks like something you could buy at Best Buy. Um it didn't really cause much damage, but, you know, that's the type of thing that wakes people up, kind of like the Doolittle raid on Japan, on Tokyo. Anyway, uh, speaking of Russians, now this is interesting. We've reported a hundred times on how come we don't see the Epstein list of Johns? Hmm? Please, this person, nothing to see here, please. And the whole Epstein thing, what what did he do? How did he make his money? Nobody knows that. But it seems like there's a lot of evidence that he made his money by blackmailing really rich folks. Now, Bill Gates is a goober. We all know that. But apparently, I didn't even know this. You probably knew this, Stu. But he had an affair with this young Russian woman, 30 years of his junior, named Antonova. And uh, that was like back in 2010. She was like a bridge player. She openly talked about her sexual exploits, blah, blah, blah. But there was also a Kremlin spy named Anna Chapman. She married a UK guy. Of course, Chapman's not her real name. And as it turns out, she was a spy. And she got traded for a GRU guy we had over here a few years ago. Well, now, and, and they knew she was a spy because the FBI captured uh, her communications with Russian intelligence folks doing spy-like stuff. Well, now there's a connection between uh, Antonova and Chapman, which seems to suggest that maybe Antonova was also a Kremlin spy. And, you know, all this with, with Epstein in the middle of it, it's some fishy stuff going on, and one has to ask, where is the list? Why won't the FBI and all these prosecutors uh, release the list? Um, and I think it has a lot to do with, uh, with Epstein having blackmail material on some of these folks, on all of these folks, uh, and, and that blackmail material being so salacious it's not just that you were having an affair 
and you're married, it's not just that you were with a 16-year-old and you were and you were married. It has to do with Russian spies who manipulated you and got um, sick and got valuable information for our enemies. Okay, Kevin McCarthy, who's catching lots of heat, he did say that a crystal ray didn't turn over the subpoena document, which the FBI has, that is a quid pro quo letter where that was turned over to them where Joe Biden was getting paid $5 million when he was vice president, an out-and-outright bribe to favor a foreign country we're sure it's Ukraine, and it has to do with Burisma. But, um, you know, that's what Kevin McCarthy says. As we go to a press here at 5 o'clock on Tuesday, you know, uh, I don't think Christopher Ray has um, turned over the document. Comer subpoenaed the document that he's requested. We have jurisdiction over the FBI, which they seem to act like we do not. I personally called uh, Director Ray and told him he needs to send that document. Today is the deadline. So let me not just tell you, let me tell Director Christopher Ray right here, right now. If he misses the deadline today, I am prepared to move contempt charges in Congress against him. We have jurisdiction over this. He can send us that document. We have the right to look at that. Republicans and Democrats alike in that committee. And if he does not follow through with the law, we will move contempt charges against Christopher Ray and the you FBI. Know what he says, they Mr. are not Speaker. above the law. All right, Stu, that's what I got. I want to go all the way back to 2012 when Chick fil A was outed for having the Wayback Machine, Stu. We need the Wayback Machine. Drinking it up. But it was revealed that Chick fil A had been donating to various organizations that were petitioning for marriage to be strictly between a man and a woman. Gee, imagine and, that. Huh. And so a novel know, idea. Who came up with that, Stu? I think every world religion. Every civilization since the beginning of time. Huh. But okay. and you know, back then, you know, John Stewart was making fun of conservatives for supporting Chick-fil-A by eating fast food sandwiches and was quoted as saying Finally, a form of activism Americans can fully embrace, affecting social change through the act of eating a fast food sandwich. And then he went, even went on to say, gay marriage is happening like many drive through window lanes. It ain't going backwards. And your bonus is this. You get gay marriage and all your political opponents are going to get type 2 diabetes. So it really just shows you uh, the level of love. The Nearing snobbery, dude. Yeah, I bet you John Stewart's never been to a Chick Fil A. Uh, uh, ain't nothing wrong with their foods, no. Well, back then, I don't know if you remember this. I think it's one of the funniest things of all time. Justin Durant, linebacker, you know, he said in response to all this back in 2012, "I can tell some of y'all have never had that Chick Fil A lemonade," <laughs> and about, because people were saying that they were going to boycott it, and you know, Durant has always just loved. Chick-fil-A and has a history of saying funny things about Chick-fil-A and how much he loves it. You know, when you love Chick-fil-A, Stu, I I would say that if you don't like Chick-fil-A, then you don't like America. And let's fast forward to today. So conservative Twitter is ablaze talking about boycotting 
Chick-fil-A now because Chick-fil-A released something called Better at Together, which is, I quote, we are better together and one of our core values at Chick-fil-A means we combine our unique backgrounds and experiences with a culture of belonging. We can strengthen the quality of care we deliver. Chick-fil-A Inc.'s commitment to being better at together means embedding diversity, equity, and inclusion in everything we do. Read about our commitment to DEI. I take a little bit of a different route on this. I think they're kind of forced to use that corporate language because the equal employment opportunity people use that language. Um, If you read about what Chick-fil-A does behind the scenes, I think they really are committed to causes that are good. They work with Thrive Farmers. They do a lot of scholarship stuff. And they even have a program that they call Chick-fil-A Shared Table Program, where extra food gets donated to soup kitchens and shelters. And, you know, the Kathy family has been a longtime Christian family. Dan Kathy certainly has some footage of him looking a little bit foolish back from 2020. I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. And if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, we need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on, it really doesn't matter. But there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some, some personal action here maybe we need to give him a hug too brother and some and some and some stock in chick-fil-a <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I bought about 1500 of these and i gave to all our chick-fil-a operators and staff a number of years ago and uh so any expressions of a contrite heart of a sense of humility a sense of shame a sense of embarrassment uh, begin with an apologetic heart. But at the end of the day, I think the issue we have at hand here is that the left has a stranglehold on language. So various aspects of our language get leftized in a way that we can't fight back against. Yeah, I, they control the narrative. Um, I am disappointed that the Kathy family accepted the narrative. I will say, Stu, I have a very, very good friend who worked for Dan Cathy, and it's an interesting story in that he was a young man, and um, Dan Cathy invited him to his house a few times and tried to kind of convert him to Christianity. I mean, he was born a Christian, but he hadn't given a commitment to it. And um, finally, after about a year that he started this, the guy did buy in to the tenets of Christianity. He's one of the best Christians I know today. And he um, is a minister today. And everything he says uh, positive about Dan Cathy um, uh, seems to, I mean, everything you hear positive about the Cathy family and their commitment and their allegiance to their Christian principles um, it seems to be true from what I know, from what this friend of mine has told me. And the gentleman who's going to be their new vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion doesn't seem like an ideologue by any stretch of the imagination. Georgia Boy had been working at um, Sprint as a senior business analysis, makes the transition to the food world where he's the executive director of the Midwest region. And then in July of 2020, think of the timeline, 
he becomes their executive director of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then he gets promoted uh, later on. And so seems like a normal guy went to Florida A&M, MBA, doesn't have anything ideologue on his profile whatsoever. And so Eric McReynolds just seems like a nice man who has been promoted into this. And I think the issue is, you know, what what happens when you have a openly Christian organization being constantly dragged into the culture wars since 2012? That's why we went all the way back to John Stewart. Well, I will say this. Then. I'm disappointed because nothing good will happen from there accepting the terminology because uh, you will never please these folks. And as soon as you kind of accept uh, playing on their ball field, um, they will never let you go. Uh, and I would prefer the very Christian act of telling them. To... That's just my form of Christianity. <laughs> yeah, definitely Jesus in the temple. Uh, Christianity. Yeah. But I, I think it's interesting. And so, you know, I am curious to see what conservative Twitter does in regards to this. You know, they are definitely, you know, in a fever pitch with boycotts of late. But I do think they are misdirecting their energy if they're going to target Chick-fil-A. That's kind yeah, of my Go answer. after the big guys. Go after Target, Bud Light, North Face, Coles, Disney. Before we leave here, um, can we post a picture of my yard sign? Sure. Um, the, this is on the Rob is right. Merch site is down. It's being upgraded right now, but I posted this thing and I've had requests all over the place for people to buy this sign. Anyway. So if we could show it to folks. Absolutely. Great. It is pretty funny. All right, Stan. That's all I had for you. You are a bad mother. Okay. You are too. See ya. All right. Bye. That's problematic.